drama series that spotlights members of the LGBTQ community in the swinging 80s ball era. The series was created by television powerhouse and all-around favorite of ours, Ryan Murphy, Brad Falchuk, and Seven Canals. Ryan Murphy and Brad Falchuk are some of our favorite TV producing teams, as they are the masterminds that have brought us one of our favorite TV shows, American Horror Story. Pose premiered to the FX channel in June 2018, with two successful seasons under their belt and a third slated in the works, it looks like this show may be here to stay for the long time. Pose is a fictional account of a group of LGBTQ New Yorkers living in the midst of the AIDS epidemic in the 80s. Their stories are always cast with the dark shadow of a disease that while plaguing their community, seems to be an afterthought to the rest of the world. The show was also centered heavily on the underground ball scene at that time. Ballroom is not just a Saturday night event. Ballroom culture is a way of life. It's a culture that was represented in the film Paris is Burning. One of my favorite documentaries following notable members and leaders in the ball scene, including performances and interviews with legendary ball performers, such as Willie Ninja, Junior LaBeja, and Venus Extravaganza whose still unsolved murder speaks to the violence that plagues the LGBTQ community every single day. Paris is Burning was the first time that voguing ball culture had really made its way in mainstream. But with the continued legacy of Pose and the new HBO competition show Legendary, we are in for a deeper dive into the beautiful world of the ballroom culture. Ball, short for ballroom, can trace its roots all the way back to the Harlem Renaissance and even early parts of the 1960s. The culture was bred in the black community and in the Hispanic community as a way to break free of the oppressive mainstream culture and laws that prohibited outward displays of gender nonconformity. This defiance morphed into an underground masquerade ball where attendees could dress and express themselves freely and without judgment. It was a space of release and acknowledgement to the talents and originality, performance, creativity, and invention. These events consist of categories that participants sign up and perform to some of the most engaged audiences ever. Ballroom culture also gave us the introduction of houses. Houses in the LGBTQ community serve as small communities for those who have experienced being shunned by their own families, friends, and associates. It's no secret that ignorance and hate and a lack of civility in society toward the LGBTQ community have contributed to rates in suicide, homelessness, and violence that is even felt today. Houses were a way for those who needed a sense of love and community to band together under a common thread. Each house has a mother or a mentoring leadership figure who may be established in the community. These house mothers are community leaders for those under them, and they often take the place of parents and even family members. They provide a safe haven for members to be free to be them. Ballroom houses are centered around an air of luxury and fashion. It is a tradition that houses are named from luxury fashion houses or those in the fashion or even the music world that speaks to the vision or mission of the house members who often took the house moniker as their own last name. Some notable houses are House of Lanvin, House of Gucci, 
House of Ninja, House of Saint Laurent, and the House of Extravaganza. Each season of Pose has an overall theme of discovery. Season one is all about how each character sees themselves. Season two is how the world sees them. This episode, we're gonna break down season one of this iconic show. Season one of Pose introduces us to each character and their individual battles to see themselves and their own identity. Blanca, played by MJ Rodriguez, is determined to begin her own house after an abrupt exit from the house that she grew up in. Blanca was raised in ballroom culture under Electra Abundance and the House of Abundance. Electra, played devilishly by model and actress Dominique Jackson, is a narcissistic, materialistic, self-absorbed competition queen whose house members only value is how many trophies they bring in. Electra is literally the physical embodiment of the words, I wish a bitch would. And when I say she will read you for filth, she will read you for filth. Blanca rejects this type of callous treatment of people who are struggling to find themselves and their identity in a world that shuns them on a regular basis. She seeks to begin her own house where she wants to change the norm of a house mother to one that is caring, loving, and supportive of their children in all of their endeavors. Blanca takes the role of mother seriously as each episode we find her tripping over herself, sometimes literally, to act as a supportive mother making sure her children are in school, safe, in training, preparing themselves for the life outside of the house. Blanca's children include Damon, a homeless dancer who was just kicked out of his house by his parents after coming out in his teens. Played by Ryan Jamal Swain, Damon is the most naive to the streets and the community. We watch him and go along with his transformation into a formidable dancer. Angel Bismarck Curiel plays Poppy, the slick, fast mouthed drug dealer who is on the street just scraping to get by. I love this character because it shows that the houses are not strictly just for the trans community, but they were literally a safe haven for anyone who needed one. Dylan Burnside plays Ricky. This smooth talking pretty boy becomes Damon's love interest and the series allows us to follow them through the challenges of their new romance and the realities of the AIDS epidemic during this time. Angel, played by India Moore, is a sex worker who begins a kept relationship with Evan Peters' character, Stan. Angel allows us a sneak peek into the blurred lines that the LGBTQ community sometimes has with the heterosexual, straight, cisgender community as an undercover way to explore your fetishes. Evan Peters' character struggles with his own sexuality as he is living the typical American dream with a wife, children, house in the suburbs, big fancy job in the city, but his taste also includes something a little bit different that Angel provides for him. 
This type of relationship is also explored with Dominique's character of Electra in the form of her kept relationship with Law & Order alum Christopher Maloney's character, Dick. Electra's relationship is much more of a contract or business agreement, where Angel and Evan seem to have a genuine connection, but one that society and cultural norms would not allow them to explore. It's a great way to showcase how having that limitation on people's idea of sexuality can force people to put themselves in the proverbial closet and repress their own desires in the most unhealthy ways. We're also introduced to Angelica Ross's character of Lulu, a snappy and fierce protege of Electra Abundance, who along with her best friend Candy, played by real life transgender activist Charlene Woodard, worked tirelessly to shake up the ballroom scene, but also read everyone around them for filth, honey. The standout in season one next to MJ Rodriguez is the ever talented and legend himself, Billy Porter, who plays Praytale, the ballroom announcer. Praytale takes us on a ride of emotions through the AIDS and HIV epidemic of the 1980s that claimed many LGBTQ lives. It paints a real life picture of how people's hatred and ignorance for the gay community can lead to death as a legislative nightmare for the disproportionate health options that are available to them and the stigma of the community which allows society and others to feel comfortable disregarding their basic rights as citizens. A fight that is prevalent still to this day. Season one is all about self-discovery. Each individual character goes through an arc of discovering more about themselves. We see Blanca struggling and fighting to become mother of that she's always wanted, which she accomplishes at the end with the Mother of the Year Award. We see Angel discover more about herself and that she's not just a pretty face and a body, but that she can also connect with somebody on a deeper level. We see Electra as feisty as she is, vulnerable, when the comfort of her luxuries are stripped away from her. And she realized that while she has been treating others like commodities, she herself has only been a commodity to someone else. And a special relationship that she thought that she had could be over with a snap of a finger once she no longer served her purpose. Damon becomes more confident in himself and learns to focus more on his dreams and what potential he has. Poppy learns that there's more to the streets and even Ricky begins to grow more meaningful and long-term relationships throughout the series. Season one is all about self-discovery. Each individual character goes through an arc of discovering more and more about themselves with every action, every reaction, every inaction, and every category that they walk. Hope you enjoyed this episode of The Breakdown. We looked at season one of one of our favorite shows ever, Pose. If you're looking for more content, head on over to the blog. We post things pretty much every single day. There's recipes, there's business ideas, there's productivity, relationship advice, and of course, the latest TV and movie breakdowns. Or check out the Me and a Mike podcast, available on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Check out audio versions of your favorite episodes of The Breakdown, interviews, rants, and playlists by some of our favorite artists. We'll see you there at MickeyJKing.com. <laughs>